Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to yet another episode of the Arsenio Buck Show. Man, guys, it looks like we are coming up on the conclusion of this book. Man, it was a magnificent book. It's time to test ourselves now, though. Now, so what do I mean by testing? You guys are probably like, huh? What what are we going to do? Well, it's it goes a little something like this. We're going to be doing three parts, and then there's going to be one more uh, part that says Awaken the Sleeping Giant Within You, which is awesome. And then we're going to go about our business, and I just put a poll on the Arsenio Buck Show's Facebook page. Which book would you like me to review next? Is it Stephen Covey's Eighth Habit? Because you know what? Over the past few months, Stephen Covey's autobiographical responses and his emotional bank account has been viewed 500 times on my website. Okay, primarily half of that 50% of the people who actually view it are from India. And you know what? Just had a conversation that related to that topic with someone from India. Very, very interesting. I always follow where the attention is. So I'm kind of contemplating because if I go into Tony Robbins Unshakable, does all that investing actually relate to the rest of the world? So because he talks about index funds and index funds aren't always in, you, you know, he's just talking primarily about America. So, guys, I put the poll up. I would love for you guys to vote. Let me know. Even vote on Twitter, Arsenio Buck Show. You already know how to get in contact with your boy. But anyways, okay, so we got that going on. So, basically, it's time for the analysis. It's time for the quotient analysis. We got to break down. We got to break this down, guys. We got to see what's going on, especially in your life, to see if you've developed all these things. I'm going to go into the 17 principles, which I mentioned at the beginning of this book. And these 17 principles, of course, I'm going to go over them. I'm going over six today. I'm going over another six on Monday. I'm going over the last five on Wednesday. Okay. Now these are going to come in PDF form. So be sure to tune into the ArsenioBuckShow.com, print it out and do it, write it out, figure it out, because this is probably the most important assessment you're ever going to come across that, of course, pertains to your life. So with that being said, guys, man, let's get into this. <sighs> I actually wrote some things. Boy, I'd be going on rants, huh? But I actually wrote down some things uh, on the blog. But you know what? I'm just going to go question by question. And you're going to have to ask yourself this question. So your definite purpose. Do you have a definite purpose? There it is. Yes or no? It's a yes or no question. All right, so you need to ask yourself this. Do you have a definite purpose? Now, my definite purpose at the beginning when I just lost, well, I wouldn't say lose, but I left my last job and I said, you know what? My job is to take out all these language centers. You don't want to put a definite purpose that, you know, is going to shut down and affect other people's lives. So I was like, no, that's ridiculous. No, I'm going to inspire. I'm going to do this, that, that. So, of course, I still maintain my definite purpose. I want, to make, I want to make learning English and building confidence and all these other things that are not taught in schools very, very easy and very, very cheap and um, uh, attainable, relatable, all that stuff for every individual that's out there. So, of course, me inspiring, me building up my foundation to help all these poor rural schools to teach about empowerment and to teach about not being a victim anymore, which is going to be probably very, very difficult in places when I go to Africa probably in like two years time. But you guys understand. What's your definite purpose? And this is what we're going into next. So there are four questions that lies within this. Have you decided upon a definite major goal in life? 
Have you set a time limit for reaching that goal? Do you have specific plans for achieving your goals in life? And have you determined what definite benefits your goal in life will bring you? Those are four questions that relate to your, of course, definite chief aim. Now, again, you're going to be able to read this on the blog that's coming out probably within the next, uh, let's say, several hours. All right. So the next one, of course, it relates to this book. And there are five sub questions for this particular massive topic. So the massive topic, of course, is positive mental attitude. Do you know what it is meant by what what is meant by a positive mental attitude? Remember when I talked to you guys about it at the very beginning? If not, it's time for you to go back and go check. Do you control your mental attitude or are other people controlling it or are past experiences controlling it or is the media controlling it? Do you have 100 percent accountability, responsibility and control of your life? Do you know the only thing over which anyone has complete power of control? Do you know how to detect a negative mental attitude in yourself and others? Do you know how to make positive mental attitude a habit? Now, again, guys, if this is the first time you're tuning into this, which I've seen a lot of, you're going to have to go back to my previous podcast. What I'm going to have to do is build up, um, put all my Napoleon Hill podcasts of this book together on a playlist and put it on YouTube. It's going to be much easier to navigate because you just have to go all the way down to the bottom and then listen from there. So, and of course, I could probably do this in a newsletter too. So I'll let you guys know about that. So going the extra mile is your number three. Now, there are, of course, five sub questions for this too. A, do you make a habit of rendering more and better service than you are paid for? Now, remember, this was in Napoleon Hill's Law of Success too. Do you know when an employee is entitled to more pay? Do you know of anyone who has achieved success in any calling without doing more than what he or she was paid to do? Do you believe anyone has a right to expect an increase in salary unless he is doing more than he is paid for? If you were your own employer, would you be satisfied with the sort of service you are now rendering as an employee? So, guys, I want to go back to that question, D. Do you believe anyone has a right to expect an increase in salary unless you're doing more than what you're paid to do? Now, I gave you guys my story. Remember, I created a course at my last job for only $200. And you know what? That course has made probably more than probably, uh, I'd say about $200,000 U.S. dollars. Did I get any of that? No. But I realized how powerful I was. And now I'm creating my own courses and ebooks. See what I mean? You're, you cannot expect immediate remuneration for what you've done in the beginning stages. See, I could be mad and throw a hissy fit, or I could say, how about I just do this on my own? Boom. Now do you guys understand? Number four, accurate thinking. Do you make it your duty constantly to learn more about your occupation? Now, guys, I've talked about becoming resourceful. There are a lot of teachers right now. Listen to me. Listen to me. All you teachers out there, please listen to me. My folks out here in Bangkok who are possibly listening to me, please listen to me. If you are just teaching at a school and you're not doing anything to better yourself as an educator, 
if that's Jim, listening to Jim Quick's podcast in terms of how to learn faster, or if that's um, in regards to, you know, learning different test prep courses. Guys, this upcoming Monday, I'm going to be teaching a French manager who's a businesswoman who does a lot of traveling. So they gave me three topics. Okay, create your own lesson. I said, all right, let's do it. I'm ready. See, but if I never taught business before, that French manager will probably call me out on my bullshit. She'll probably call. And you know what? To be honest with you, she's probably a native speaker, too. So if you're not ready for the opportunity because you haven't developed all the skills that are necessary to take you to the next level. With all due respect and excuse my French, you're fucked. So what can you do now to begin to learn more? And become more resourceful. Ah, that's a beautiful thing right there. So, going on to B. It is your habit to express opinions on subjects with which you are not familiar. Is it? Is it a habit? So, it's like Gary Vee. Gary Vee says, you know what? I don't know too much about crypto, so I'm not going to talk about it. Boom, you understand. C, or are you doing it? C, do you know how to find the facts when you need knowledge? So what happened? I remember when I first got the interview and I'm like, man, I'm not going to work at that place. This was an IELTS testing center. But I knew being around examiners and people who have been doing it for over 3,000 hours per head, I could learn something. And I did. I learned from two brilliant British, uh, what is it, British mentors. And they actually, one observed me. And all due respect, loved them. Because he gave me probably the most, the best constructive criticism I've ever gotten in my life. He's like, Arsenio, listen to yourself. Okay, Arsenio, do this. Okay, Arsenio, do that. All right, how about this? Okay. And I'm like, whoa, I've never had a mentor like that before in my life. So, and the thing is, that's what I need to do. In order to become better, I got to learn from the best. That's all there is to it. So, it's your question to answer. Number five, self-discipline. Do you hold your tongue when you get angry? Now, me, guys, I know, I know, I'm guilty, I'm guilty. Here in Thailand, man, I let him have it. Okay, when I go back, if I ever go back to Hong Kong, I'm going to let immigration have it. Okay? Now, or I could play reverse psychology and say, excuse me, man, would you please not speak to me like that? I would demand, you know what, you don't have to like me, but you do have to respect me. Now, can you continue on with this passport? That's exactly what I'm going to do at the USA Embassy. Because why? I was mistreated when I went there last time. When I go to immigration, if they start acting stupid, I'm going to act stupid too. But do you hold your tongue when you get angry? Or do you just start asking questions? Like what, uh, what is it Dale Carnegie did back in the day when he was actually selling something? He got a call, said, you know what? You got some faulty products. He went to the two guys. The two guys were angry with their fists bolded up. They were getting ready to whoop ass. Okay, it was about to be a whoop-ass up in there. But then Dale Carnegie just remained composed. And he started asking questions. Questions calmly. No arms folded over his chest. He was very relaxed. Then he realized, he had already realized that that guy ordered the wrong wood to build up whatever he was he was trying to build up. And then the guy started feeling sorry for himself. He's like, oh my God. Oh, my God. He's like, and then he ended up probably making, I think, an extra $2,000. And this was back in the 1930s. So because he realized, you know what? When you get angry, you got to take a step back and just ask questions. Keep it cool. Keep it calm. Keep it collective. Is it your habit? Is it a habit for you 
Of course, this is B. Is it a habit for you to speak before you think? Do you speak before you think? Do you lose your patience easily? <laughs> I laugh because uh, the thing is, Thailand's Thailand. But in America, no. When I travel, no. Okay? When, when a plane is delayed, do I lose my patience? No. Because that's way out of my control. Do I get a little antsy? Possibly. But do I lose my patience? No. But when I go to a Thai restaurant, do I lose my patience when other people are getting food before me and they did not order before me? Yes. Do I give them a threshold? Yes. I put a stop loss on my worry. Yes. What's the time limit you give them, Arsenia? Two minutes. I say, Katona Kap, Song Nati, or I Gaban. Hey, you got two minutes or I'm going home. There it is. But don't do that all the time. That's, that's, yeah, I'm not, I'm not too much of a mentor in terms of that. But anyways, uh, are you generally even-tempered? Is it your habit to allow your emotions to overpower your reason? This is very, very critical. Now, I don't, I never let that happen. Now, if I'm getting attacked or whatnot or this or that, I always have empathy for the other person. Like, if it's an online comment, which I rarely get. Uh, if it's a dislike, which I rarely get. If it's anything, which I rarely get. I always just look at it from their standpoint, their position. That's it. And the thing is, okay, so you said this, you said that, all right, best of luck to you. And that person's gone forever. Let it go. So, let's go on into number six, the mastermind. Are you influencing other people to help you attain your goal in life? Yes. I'm now, I've been delegated a task with motivational mentors, whereas I create the schedule. This upcoming Sunday, we got my boy Perry Power, who's a storyteller. He's coming on. The week after that, we got another podcaster who's going to talk about a lot of online marketing. The week after that, we got my girl Sohair Graham, French accent, baby. She's coming on to talk about e-commerce and dropshipping and all these things. The week after that, we got another Q&A with my girl Selena Celeste, entrepreneur out there in Denver, Colorado. Man, I'm influencing everyone. They're influencing me, and that's just the way it is. It's a beautiful thing. Now, B, do you believe that a person can succeed in life without the aid of others? Be, be careful. Be careful. Every great mentor, every great person has had a coach. Kobe Bryant had Phil Jackson. Michael Jordan had that. Now, LeBron James, no, but he had a team of support staff that gave him the vitamins, and he pays $3 million a year to keep his health on par. Why? Hey, he has a group to support him. There it is. Do you have one? Do you believe a man can, or do you believe a man or a woman can easily succeed in his or her occupation if he or she is opposed by his or her wife or his or her husband, whatever you want to call it, or other members of his family? This is when you have to really think about it and say, you know what, it's time for me to separate. And you know what, you know, Luke did a brilliant part on Instagram, uh, my boy Luke Barrels, who I do the joint uh, podcast with, uh, Motivational Mentors, and Guess what? When I came back from Australia, I made a note to myself. Okay, this family is no longer suitable for what I'm trying to achieve in life. I'm going to have to leave them. And that decision is very, very difficult to make. But when you choose yourself over others, you realize that you're going to become happier. If you choose others over you, you will fail. Maybe that doesn't always hurt, you know, always, um, you know, work in some cases. Now, of course, if you're in sales, yes, it's always you go after what's the best interest in the other individual and what they're out trying to get. But I'm talking about your life. If you're dealing with five people who are very rude and you're constantly doing for them and they're not, you know, appreciative of you, what are you doing? See what I mean? D, 
Are there advantages when an employer and an employee work together in harmony? E, are you proud when a group to which you belong to is praised? So, guys, the PDF will be available. Please tune in to my blog later on tonight or sometime this afternoon. You're going to be able to print that PDF, um, and you're going to be able to write everything down. I got my content writer on it right now. She's going to have it done in about three hours. So, guys, stay tuned for that. So grateful. So, so grateful. We're going to be doing part B on Monday, part C on Wednesday, and then part of, well, C, um, what is it? Uh, Not part C, the one after that, Awaken the Sleeping Giant, is going to be on Friday. So guys, got a nice little podcast, joint podcast with some entrepreneurs out there in Malaysia. That's coming up on Sunday. That could possibly be live. So stay tuned for that. And guys, as always, so grateful, so humble, so thankful. Thank you so much for tuning into my podcast. And if you liked it, shared it. If you shared it, that means you liked it. This is your host, Arsenio, as usual, over and out.